Cusack to the future. <laughs> 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 And welcome to Cusack to the Future, we're your hosts. My name is my, Grace. Oh, my name is John. I was like, oh shit, we really flipping it. <laughs> my name is John. And we're here to talk about our love for John Cusack, one movie at a time. Yeah, and sometimes they take that one movie that we love so much and turn it into a season, or a series, but instead of talking about that season, or that series for one season, we talk about it for two episodes while we talk about the movie for 10 episodes. So here we are, the High Fidelity series talk with friends. Yes. Uh, congratulations. You have all made it to the end of season two, our High Fidelity season. And your prize are the hosts of Film to Film, Kat and Edu. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's me. It's Edu. <laughs> it's me. Hi. It's um. me. So, listeners, if you think these voices are sounding familiar, they are. They were on our first episode that had guest stars, Identity 2. Cat mm-hmm. was on Identity 2, and Edu yes. was on the. I, I almost. I keep calling it Serenity, but Serendipity. 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 Yes. yes. Edu was on Serendipity. So, they, they have both had experience. With the craziness of our podcast, so that's mm-hmm. fun. But today we're going to be talking about High Fidelity, the series. Cat uh, went in a different order from the rest of us. We, I think the rest of us went movie and then series. Cat went the opposite direction. You saw the, yes. mo- the series and then the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, uh, my bad. It was kind of one of those moments I didn't even know. You know what? I'm really bad at like knowing, you know, movies and and I don't know why I'm doing a movie podcast really. Part of it is because I need to learn movies. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm really bad at knowing movies. It's like the discovery. Exactly. And so I didn't really know about High Fidelity, the movie, you know, until Mm -hmm. um, you guys started talking about it on your podcast. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should watch this movie. But, you know, like when the High Fidelity series on Hulu came out, you know, I had Hulu and I was looking for something to watch. And then <laughs> I, I watched that, you know, and then and then I watched the movie after having seen the series. And I kind of was like, oh, oh, this movie and that series are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know, you know, like when I first watched yeah. the series and I kind of, you know, yeah, totally went backwards. And yeah, I. As I was watching the movie, I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen next because I've seen the series. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. I, mean, I think, I th- yeah, I think they've made some changes, but like overall, like it's, it's like the same same beats throughout the, the thing. Um, do you have a preference for like if you had to like one takes longer than the other, obviously, but like if you had to like kind of reabsorb it all again, and since they are very similar, did you have a preference of movie versus TV series? No, they're very different from each other in my mind because like yeah like um like the endings are different i guess spoiler alert Mm -hmm. um but yeah so yeah by the way this is a very spoilery episode we're just gonna fucking spoilers from here on out just like i want everyone to know that godzilla versus kong fucking godzilla wins uh so no rules now we can spoil everything moving forward why did you spoil that i'm sorry i don't know why i did that (laughs) 
It's a Godzilla movie. (laughs) It's just how John is. John will spoil everything. It's okay. I understand, John. You are are here to betray me. (laughs) You'd be a terrible person. At least I didn't spoil that Liu Kang dies in the new Mortal Kombat movie. But anyway, um, spoilers uh, from here on out. Uh, what about you, Edu? Did how did you feel? Like obviously very different, like Kat said. But like, did you have a certain like? Do you gravitate towards one or the other, or as a certain version of the character? Because even if they're kind of like the same characters in each mo- in the movie and the series, like Simon is very different from Dick. Both Robs have the same kind of notes, but there's differences to them. So, is there one thing in whether the TV show or the movies that you kind of you're like? I really like that. Mm, honestly, I I actually think that the characters in the TV show are more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, like I like like so like Sherry's and versus Jack Black. I mean, part mm-hmm. of it is that um, I think Sherry, you kind of root for Sherry's more than Jack Black because, like, at the end of the day, to me, Jack Black just came off as obnoxious. Whereas, like, yeah. you know, like, Cherise, like, she had a more... And, like, if you think about it, like, she cared more about what's going on with Rob. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as and not out of, like, selfishness. Because, like, it felt like with, with Jack... Like, he seemed more selfish. And, like, the things... Like, if you wanted, like, Rob to get better, it was to his benefit. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, with Cherise, it's more like... Yeah, it seemed more she was... Yeah, like, she was more um, interested in, like, making sure that Rob... Uh, gets better, yeah. and then and then it goes with like Simon as well. Simon is is an interesting character. Like he, the fact that he gets his own episode, yeah, you know. So and oh my gosh, I'm getting a deja vu moment. This is so weird. Uh, this is so weird. Anyway, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally like oh like I'm seeing this interface and then like oh we're talking about high fidelity and I'm s- s- talking it's about. Havoc. Yeah, like that oh particular my god, thing. This, this is so weird. That happens no. to me so many episodes, so many times. Where I'm just like, oh my god, this is happening, and that's usually where Grace is like, John, John, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, I will say today, um, if the planetary shift of Venus mm-hmm. uh, went into Taurus, and so that's gonna fuck some stuff up. But also, like it's Aries season, and Aries season is just like we gotta get shit done. But also, I want to burn the world. So, there's that. Well, let's let's burn the world in this episode. <laughs> and so, like things are just weird today. It's like the what? It's the fourteenth August, uh, October. Uh, what the fuck month is this? <laughs> like, they were like, all see, fucking up today. Everything is just a bit wonky right now. Yeah. So August, October. You know, yeah. neither of Does which are right. Like, we got none of them. <laughs> Important thing is you got the day right. <laughs> Fuck the month. <laughs> There's only twelve months. They can figure out what month is right. Important thing is you got the day right. It's so fucked. I don't even know. Um, so, so yeah, as we go through this this <laughs> episode, we're gonna talk about six through ten, um, and then we'll, we'll we'll compare the movie and the show, the characters versus. Uh, their interpretations in the movie versus the show. Um, but Kat and Eddie weren't here for episodes one through five. Was there anything you guys like really stood out to you guys from those uh, the the first, the first batch of the episodes? 
uh, episode five, Parker Posey. Parker Posey yeah. is a is a treasure to us all. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we talked about uh, more so. I was gonna say plop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <From> the office. <laughs> um. Yeah, we talked. We talked about the awkwardness of the end of the day with mm. with Rob and and plot, but we didn't actually talk about Parker Posey and her character, which is this eccentric ass. Marine. Um, yeah, she's a she's a she's like a a found artist, but artiste, and the shit that she does. Do you remember? It's it had something to do with like. Bang! Regret. I was gonna. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Part of that was part of it. It was like regret <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. And like she, that was my one of my favorite art pieces from her was this. It was just like this glass box, and it was giant, a giant glass box that held bangs. Like she cut her bangs one day. <laughs> yeah. And was just I like I, re- I regret this. And then she puts it in front of the mirror. So every time she walks by the mirror, she put she lines up her fucking cut off bangs to her, and it's just reminded of that moment. And I'm like, she's amazing. I love when they introduce that uh, Clyde was just like, "Is that hair?" <laughs> she's so good. I love her and everything else that she's in. But I'm like, dude, easily, easily one of the best characters she's played. Yeah. 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 She's and so I, good. And I didn't know that this was like a like this was actually in the movie, but it was a deleted scene. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, interesting. And then like and then like Kat asked me to well, yeah, she asked me to like, oh, you should watch the the deleted scene. And I was like, oh, okay. And then so I saw so I was like, oh, okay. But then like here, like they really like stretch it out and it's like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole little yeah. fucking side quest. Yeah, the I only know. They- that it was a deleted scene because of Grace, so all credit to Grace. <laughs> Next, because I yeah, yeah. listened to um, your episode and I was like, oh crap, wait, that that sounds really familiar. That's in the series. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like I said, I did it all backwards. I know the series <laughs> really well, but I don't know the movie. So. <laughs> it's just it's the way that it is because in the original deleted scene, like she's just um like a wife of a rich guy right mm-hmm. like there's not anything about her but the way that they made her the eccentric one they made her like just this you know, like upper east side artist whatever whatever of just what were some what were her other sculptures there's like one where it was like all her toys that she couldn't have as a kid yeah. or some shit like that. All of the stuffed animals she couldn't have as a kid because she was allergic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she just made it into a giant horse because she couldn't have a pony either. Yeah. And then there's this one, like, it was like, oh, like, all of the, the things that my mom loved. And it was just pills. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a sculpture for mom made out of pills. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, love that. She had just That's so amazing. <laughs> and and I just how she was like super it, super like I only want this for $20. It's not because of the money, it's not because of whatever whatever. I just want to frame the $20 and use that as an art piece. So it's not even she would give the $20 to her dumbass like ex. Yeah. 
It was that she would just use it for the humiliation. And I'm like, oh my god, this woman's brilliant. But she was yeah, like... And then... Oh, sorry. Continue, continue. I don't know. I was just like... And also, she just didn't give a shit about her art. She's like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, the night where she goes, like, when, like, the, the movers, like, crash all her the, the artwork. And then she goes something along the lines of, it's okay. We're all just trying our very best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something she along just... those lines. Well, the best part is that they're obviously, like, struggling with this giant, like, glass sculpture which of her bangs. Yeah. And she pauses to tell them and you think like oh she's gonna like tell them how priceless this shit is and she's just like handle this however you want it doesn't matter <laughs> and like walks away and then you just hear the crash and just like I just love that she takes the deep breath and goes it's okay we are all just doing their best and I was like <laughs> oh my god it's such a good episode of like how how interesting for her to be the woman who has to sell like the priceless things right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i i thought the other interesting thing about that episode is the fact that uh rob and clyde went to go meet her husband which you know oh, yeah. something yeah. yeah it's not in the deleted scene and so that's yeah. that to me like i don't know it like gave it a little bit more background as to like how assholey the husband actually is and that she should just like buy the record collection from the wife you know but like yeah, yeah. we and talked I, about it last episode but like we've expressed how what we would do in that situation but what would like if you were rob would y'all buy the record collection for twenty dollars yes absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. yep yeah, yeah. Both said, okay okay so all of us un- like no hesitation said fuck yeah but Rob's reasoning is that even in my lowest of the low, music has always been there for me, and I don't want to take that away from him. Mm-hmm. So I kind well, of wonder, is it like... No, because music is, could still be there. Spotify is a thing, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you need yeah. music, you can get Spotify. You can go YouTube music. You're like, you got money, but like, yeah, you don't deserve the these nice records. He could easily buy these records back you know like yeah. he's rich and i mean he's a dick yeah, yeah but he's <laughs> he's all rich and so like he you know could easily be like yeah you know rebuild my record collection kind of thing. yeah it's not like someone's just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip your ears off and you never get to appreciate music again like, no you just lose your record collection start from scratch so i would a million percent fucking take these dudes records yeah well i think it's also kind of interesting that the record that um or the single that rob wanted which was you know the david bowie variant uh variant cover like the song was called the man who sold the world Mm -hmm. right and so i was i I thought that was kind of hilarious because like here she is like this this eccentric ass woman who is selling her husband's like whole musical world for twenty dollars and here is rob refusing to take it yeah Right, and I was like, "Oh, but Rob, you dumb! Like, take the goddamn, yeah. just fucking take it, take just it, fucking take you it." Just sold one fucking thing, and you get your friend a new guitar. You can buy so much shit for all of your friends, right. all two of your friends. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I was thinking, like, she she could have, like, if you know, like, she could have, like, gotten the record and gotten the records, and then like gave all of them away as mm-hmm. well, kind of thing. Oh, 
gonna add on to the um, uh, conversation about the records uh, that you know, like I guess, like Parker Posey's character uh, Noreen uh, suggested that you know, like there's other people interested in the record, and you know, they reveal that it's Lionel from like uh, this. I guess Other. competing <laughs> vinyl uh, store, and yeah. you know, like I love, I love the build up to Lionel so much. And I mean, this goes into like episodes <laughs> six through ten, but um, yeah. I just love no, the fact that <laughs> that everybody's it's like, really oh, interesting. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really interesting that this show, you know, like I don't feel like the show left a loaded gun on the shelf. Like it addressed everything it needed to address mm-hmm. in the way that it ended and stuff. And I think Lionel, the way that they build him up, they're like, oh, I hate that guy. And you think like he's just some jerk. He's some sleazy ass, whatever, whatever, who's just, just like hawking like, like records for, you know, way more than they're supposed to. And he comes in and he's such like a lonely <laughs> Yeah. A lonely guy. He's like, "Hey guys, I'm having a barbecue." He's so nice. <laughs> I know. And so, and so you're like, "Oh no! <laughs> oh, someone go to his barbecue, please. He needs friends." <laughs> exactly. Someone go to his barbecue because it's not gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all fighting over who gets to. Yeah, they're all like, "Who has to go? Who's forced to go?" I love yeah. that they don't say no to him. They're just like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, all right. You know they probably just take turns of who goes to the barbecue, which is awesome. And I love that they brought him in because, because it is it's like, okay, you're in Brooklyn. Like, what other stores are there? Who's your competition? You all have to know each other because you're gonna be like vying for different things. And I just, I thought that was so funny. Hey guys, yeah. so I'm having a barbecue. It's <laughs> <was> like, oh <laughs> no. So one of the other big things from like episodes one through five that I wanted to talk about with you guys before we start talking about episode six through ten was uh, what were your thoughts on Mac and Clyde? Good one. Because mm-hmm. right um, off the bat, we were just like, fuck you, Mac. And then we're like, we love you, Clyde, <laughs> but fuck you, Mac. Yeah. yeah, I get it, though. Like, I kind of see the thing is like with. Well, A, with Clyde, I mean, he wasn't even in the movie. That was cool, though. Mm-hmm. He was, like, written in and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Clyde is white as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. True. True. It's so and it, funny. I hate that it pits you against, like, <laughs> it's like, you choose this one or you choose this one. You can't, you know? Like, it's just like, oh. I gotta, like, I'm, this is, I feel like this is the first time in my life that I'm actively rooting for the dopey white guy <laughs> to like yeah, that's the win, thing though right? yeah because like yeah it's all like all of the you know like things about Clyde it's just like oh this guy but, but he's very but he's aware so nice. of it and he, yeah he's very nice and he's very aware <laughs> of it too where he's just like what I like what I like I'm white I volunteer at a rock climbing gym I know the, you the know? fucking fish can you get any whiter yeah i was like there was one song i i tried i was like oh let me let me see what fish is like this was like many years ago because like my boss was into like that kind of music and he's like yeah i listened to this song the song was like 45 minutes like when she said 16 minute solos solos i was like oh my god 
this is very real. This is very real. Yeah. As someone who listens, not, not, <laughs> not even listened, <laughs> listens to Dave Matthews. <laughs> no, no, I am a Dave head. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, like as someone who listens to Dave, I was like, I was like, uh, I, I never really got into fish. Like, eh, they're all right. I mean, like, I get that he, you know, like they're all like swimming in the same circles and stuff, but yes. um, yeah, I never really got into fish. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, uh, yeah, even though like there's a close relation with Dave Matthews. Um, yeah. but I feel like Dave Matthews solos are justified versus fishes are not. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I can listen to Dave Matthews at Red Rocks with Tim Robbins for like. Yep. You know, but yes, exactly. Don't don't give me a 45 minute fish song. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know whatever. But. I think I think the reason why Edu's like, oh, as someone who listens, because I always make fun of him for listening to yes, Matthews. True. <laughs> and so I'm you always know. just like, yeah, you hipster. <laughs> you basically, yeah, you're basically white. <laughs> Stave heads need to stick together, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, if yeah. we're going to. Exactly. You know, I am there to watch him jig as hard as he can. So it's fine. You leave love, us alone. I love it. The, yes, leave the us battle, alone. The <laughs> battle lines have been drawn. We just want to. We just want to listen to and like and like. And here's the thing, like, like I get that the lyrics are, you know, like incoherent, somewhere between incoherent and terrible, but I I like it. I don't know. I don't like. I like it. It's just, it's good, okay? You, know, you you leave Dave alone. Yeah, battle lines have been drawn. You're like, I love Dave. What of it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, let me, what Let me of be it? under the table and dreaming, okay? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm the only one who got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> We're always Yikes. going to be the only one, Edu. It's okay. It's fine. Yikes. Yeah, me and Kat are just like, well. Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what about um, Mac? What do you guys think of Mac? Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm actually Team Mac. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when did you become Team Mac? Because I, episode one through five, I was like, fuck you, Mac. Episode six through ten, slowly, like, well, episode one, episode seven at the bar, still like, fuck you, Mac, what are you doing here? But as this, like, the show wrapped up, I was just like, okay, Mac, you're not as bad as I thought. I feel sorry for him, yeah. You know, so I get what you're saying, but like, episode one through five, it was a very clear, very loud, very decisive, fuck you, Mac. And then it softened and it became like, oh, poor guy. Okay, no. so then by the, by the end, you know, what do we want for them? Sorry, cat go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, like, um, I didn't I never like hated Mac. I think Really? Yeah. Part of it is like he like the way that they wrote him, you know, like he was kind of like that I guess like almost like they're perfect for each other, you know, like Mac and Rob. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. you know, like they show a lot of like their I guess memories, you know, like mm-hmm. times together where, you know, everything just clicked, things were easy, like, you know, mm-hmm. he was very like, 
supportive i guess or i don't know what's mm -hmm. a better word than that of her like you know opinions on music and everything and he was like down to kind of like be on her level in terms like of yeah kind of like you know having opinions as well of his own and so like you know he can hold it down like and yeah so i i don't know like i mean obviously like there's the breakup at the very beginning but like i think they do a good job of kind of like i guess not like hiding the reason why they broke up in the first place but like not revealing that until the very end um yeah and yeah i think in my mind i'm like i was giving it a chance of like oh you know like it seems like they were really great together there must have been some reason why they broke up right like and you know i was i was trying to figure that out still so i never hated mac i don't know yeah like i get I get why you're very you would, impartial. Yeah. 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 Because for for me and Grace when we were watching it, like right away, because we like we saw the movie and then we knew the Laura scene, the mm -hmm. breakup of the movie, and we compared it to the Max scene. And then there was that little moment in the breakup in the series where uh Rob comes crying at um fucking Mac and she's just like, Remember the fucking the rock story where if we ever like that fucking yelly that terrible couple in the park and if and they they showed it at the end and they're just like if if we ever get to that point we should just remind ourselves to come back and I'm reminding you to come back. And I, I remember just being heartbroken about that scene. And I've watched it again, but initially the way that played in my head, Mac just being like, I remember, fuck you and fuck the rock. And then he walks out. But then later on it's just like I watched after watching the whole season, I was just like, okay. He just really needed to get out of there. But from that point, it would just it like it was an uphill battle for Mac for me because I was just like, you were mean to Rob at the beginning, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then like and but because we didn't know why they broke up while we were watching the show and we knew it was getting closer and closer. And we do know the the elements of the Rob character. You're like me and Grace were just like, we hate Mac, but we still don't know why they broke up, mm -hmm. you know, but we're still just like, yeah. But still, fuck you, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a rough uphill battle for Mac. Um, but the the show and the writers did a really good job of just like, yeah, that was a rough beginning, but that's also the end. This is what put them there. And you're just like, God damn it. Good job, show. <laughs> the, more, the more we talk about this, the more I all like I think I'm with Edu on Team Mac because I really don't <laughs> like I don't really like Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I i kept on talking about how he's way too white and like it's just you know it was a little like weird rooting for him because yeah like i get that he's like nice and everything but as grace said you know like it's like the first time you're really rooting for a white guy and i don't know how i feel about rooting for the white guy <laughs> i kind of yeah. am just like maybe i'm team mac <laughs> i think i'm just I'm, I'm rooting for the new guy i think um and and you know i'm a plop clyde <laughs> is is you know this new guy that could be good for her it's a, you know it's unfortunate that he's white mm -hmm. but um i don't know i i feel like seeing and especially the way that the series ended i don't know if i want them back together like I don't, mm -hmm. I kind of don't care about their relationship anymore. Yeah, right? because wait, which who? Oh, I'm um, sorry. Rob? No, 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 um, either both. 
Like yeah. Mac and Mac and Rob, Clyde, Clyde and Rob. I'm like, I want everyone to be in a healthier, better relationship. And Clyde, you know, having that moment saying, You're messy. Yeah. I left wherever the fuck I was, you know, Podunk, Idaho, because like I wanted well, to get out of this drama. Right. Yeah. I was like, why'd you come to New York, man? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You went and to I the was, wrong place. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I'm glad he stood up from himself in that moment, but I also hated that he's like he was like, but knowing that I'm still down to do this, I'm like, no, no, she's a mess. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and and I do like that towards towards the end of the series, they really show like Rob is a mess. Like she doesn't pay attention to her friends. She doesn't pay attention to anything around. And, and and that's where it starts to parallel the movie of like, oh, Rob is essentially still Rob mm-hmm. in in her own little bubble, in her own little world, not fucking paying attention to anything. Mm-hmm. And then when she finally gives a damn, it's too late. Yeah. And it's like, well, move on from there then. Cause it's cause it's also like I don't want her to be with with Mac because like she caused so much pain. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, like, you know, I don't like Lily, but I don't like Mac with Rob. So. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Like, um, what do you call it? It's like, like, unlike uh, Tim Robbins' character in <laughs> the, the movie, like, when you see Lily, it's like, I mean, like, there's nothing really, like, like, very hateful about her. You know, like, I mean, she's, She's just trying, I guess, like trying to be cordial about the entire scenario, mm-hmm. even though like um, if if those attempts or the, the method that she's going about it isn't exactly kosher, so to speak. Oof. Yeah. And um, but, you know, she's not like she's she isn't like the what do you call this? Like, yeah, like Tim Robbins character or even uh, Noreen's husband, like yeah. kind of awful. You know, mm-hmm. she's just yeah. kind of like, oh, yeah, OK, like. She's just like yeah. you know, like like any other uh, woman trying to be friends be- with her yeah, like, fiance's ex fiance. Yeah, yeah I like she tried to was... be cool. Like there was no like ill intent there. She probably saw it. she's like, oh, we're going to your former best friend's fucking thing, who happens to be the the brother of your ex fiance. So you're just like, let me try and navigate this the best I can. And there's no easy way there. So she's probably like, no, 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 there is. This bitch didn't have to talk anything. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't have to say shit to her. She didn't have to like go up and say, I think we should be friends. Yeah, that one. I still want you to be in his life. Uh, You're an important person to him. I'm like, yeah, bitch, this is your fiance's ex fiance. I don't want you near anywhere. And she's like, we can go on double dates. And I'm like, you are overstepping your boundaries there. I take back everything I said the last two minutes. That was a, fucking, <laughs> that was a terrible fucking idea. Yeah, that's not okay. Like, I feel like she should know how much pain that, you know, would cause Rob. Like, right? knowing that... But I, not I only mean, Rob, she's... but also, like, her fucking own Mac. fucking husband. Like, there's a reason he left her in the state that he left her. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. want them to... You want everyone to be friends. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yo. That episode was a goddamn mess. <laughs> yeah, she made it messy, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, she she wasn't the source of the mess or anything, but she, like, did kind of, like, made it a little, you know. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, asking for the double date, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I think the 
yeah, the I, I don't know, like the right thing to do in that situation would just be to like. I mean, it was right that she came up to Rob, and it's like, oh, if you're we're making you uncomfortable, you know, like we can. <laughs> I appreciated kind of yeah. thing. Like that is appreciated. Like sure, but you know, not don't be don't try to yeah. be friends. That seems really everything crazy. after that. You're just like too much, too much. Yeah, but I also feel like that should that shouldn't have been Lily's role. That should be Max. Like Max should have done that. Yeah, Max should have yeah, went. Exactly. I was like, hey, if you're leaving, like yeah. we can leave. Like this is you know. Mm-hmm. This is your world, right? Yeah. Like I already said, I already said, hey, we are friends on, you know, like me and your yeah. brother, whatever, whatever. Like that should have been Mac. That's why I was like, oh, they're making Lily be this woman mm-hmm. when it's Mac's role to say like, hi and bye. Yeah. Like we don't got to be here. I already, you know. Yeah. And it's, yeah. there's, there's, there's like the Curtis, I, <clears throat> The thing about Mac that, like, bothers me a lot and, like, why I'm so, like, oh, anti-team Mac is because, okay, so number one, this motherfucker knows coming back to the exact same hood. Like, yes, New York is expansive. Like, Brooklyn is Brooklyn. Like, you know, but they're on the same fucking block again. Yeah. And he doesn't have the courtesy to say, like, hey, I'm coming back. Yeah. Not that he has to, but still, like, he's like, oh, I meant to call you. And I'm like, really? If you meant to, you would have. Right? Like, everything about him, about Mac, is this, like, I just feel like he's just dodging shit. And it's like, you are the one who is like, I want to try and be friends with you. And it's like, why? You don't gotta do shit. This is an ex that hurt you. Yeah. Right? But, and and I'm like, and why are you back in this precise place when there are so many, there's so many other boroughs Right, they, they don't, never they, said that. Yeah, like they never yeah. actually addressed why he's back in the series. Like, like he is close enough to her house to walk. They both are walkable, and I'm just like, yo, like there's there's so many things about Mac that I question. Because mm-hmm. I'm just also like, you went back that one night, you know, you after a year, you still have her fucking key. Like, there's just so many things where I'm like, Mac, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? And for him to be like, oh, because when they said, oh, Mac moved to England immediately, like immediately after and got a new girlfriend. I was like, cool. He got a girlfriend in, in England. She's not English. He met her there. Yeah. And then they moved to England and then came back. And I was just like, you know. It, it 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 it's a weird case of trying to marry the rebound, right? But it's also like I feel like there was also some questionable things with Mac, where he's like, "Oh, let me attach myself to this woman, and let me immediately try to marry her." Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when I, you, I. When you put it that way, then yeah, fuck Mac. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and you know, like we can have whatever. Like I have my Mac moments too, where I'm like, "Oh, yeah. maybe you you know you have some." redeemable qualities but then like it's just all of that stuff of like oh he's like we talk about rob not being over the relationship he is clearly not over the relationship yeah Yeah, i think that's why like yeah he's he's just not over rob and i feel like there must have been a reason why he came back you know like around the time that he's getting married and like Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of like doubt there (laughs) as to like you know if he should even be marrying this girl mm-hmm. and oh, I think yeah. he needed like a lot of closure and you know like i i think 
uh yeah like he is kind of a little bit it is kind of a little bit shady you know like the fact that he moved back to new york and like you know like and is trying to like insert himself back into rob's life kind of thing like and it's very different than the movie actually because you know rob was the one who was actively pursuing laura in the movie whereas here he's the one it seems like that wants to kind of talk to rob um but yeah like i get why he does what he does like i i mean i'm not i don't you know like i'm not saying it's good but i get i get it yeah Yeah. he has his things yeah i i feel like if we would have gotten a season two for this show a billion percent we would have gotten a, a mac episode where he was like top five breakups or heartbreaks mm-hmm. and then he would have been like number five rob and, yeah. he, and then that's when he fucking bumps into her and then he fucking talks to him he's like I, I need to wrap shit up before i get married you know yeah. head cannon um <laughs> we can still make it happen head cannon. Yeah, I... hashtag the snyder cut <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like there's the they just wrote him so complex and i love like all these characters like we you know they get to expand beyond the role that we've seen them previously or have you know at least seen them in the movie of like oh they have so much more to them right mm-hmm. and and the fact that they made mac the way that he is where it's like am i supposed to root for mac am i supposed to like how am i supposed to feel about mac and i i love that it's this like conflicting thing within us as well of like you know what do you what do we want for him? It's not it's not about Rob. Yeah. When it comes to Mac, it's not about Rob for me. I'm like, what is the best for him at this moment? And it's like, no one, no one is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. You you go back to England and you think about what you've done. <laughs> yeah. Everyone here is messy. That's that's all. Oh not, yeah. Everyone be together. Yeah. You know. Everyone in the film is pretty messy, yeah. But um, yeah, we'll talk more about Mac later, like especially because we can't talk about Mac without talking about that rooftop pizza scene and then the big reveal that happened there. Uh, but we'll talk more about episodes six through ten. But before we do that, um, anything else you guys want to say about episodes one through five before we fucking wrap up and then do the next fucking bit? Um, no, I th- I think I I think that that does that's it. Pretty much it. Um, yeah, yeah, because like. Um, from one to five, the one I guess like, the thing that stood out to me, you know, like was episode five, and you know, we kind of covered. Yeah, it. that was the big one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but before we officially go to episode six through ten, uh, let's do a top five endings. Uh, top five endings, movies, TV series, anything, any endings that left you, uh, very fulfilled with the ending and the resolution of the story. Fulfilled. Um, who has one that's uh locked and loaded and ready to go for their we're doing a collective top five, so it's not going to be like uh, top like fucking twenty. <laughs> uh, we were just doing top five shared between the four of us. Um, anyone? Uh, Game of Thrones? No, I'm Game. Of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, joking. Lost? No. Um, no. no just, <laughs> I was just like, isn't it great that the dragon like fucking killed the throne? That was the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I guess I could. I guess one uh, and anything that really like I felt fulfilled, but also just like I was just like screaming at the thing that uh, I had just consumed was um, when I first read like Watchmen and then mm. and I got it to the end. And then I was just mm-hmm. like, the fuck? And then, mm. I, and then like, so like I put it down and then I had to like go for a walk after. Like, <laughs> the fuck? You know? It's just yeah. like, shit. And, and there, th- that, I don't know. 
for me that was like kind of I mean I felt fulfilled by it but yeah I was like oh fuck that oh god it was like shit fuck me I I know that you posed the question at the very very beginning, Cat, but I was, or like all of us were like, oh, collaborative five, and then none of us took the time, or at least like I didn't take the time to write down what I thought. So yeah. I'm all, I don't know anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the the ending that comes to me, and I don't know if it's fulfilling, but it's kind of it's kind of fitting, is the ending of the the first Roseanne run. Before- how does that end? So the last season got really weird, just got like it went off the rails. You come to find out at the very end that um, Roseanne, like nothing had changed for Roseanne. Um, Ultimately, she loses her husband uh, to a heart attack and the grief overtook her so much that she started creating scenarios in her head. So it was fucking WandaVision? A little bit. So it was very, it was very interesting. And then she like, and so like the last episode is just her telling the truth about like the, the short story she's been writing Uh and basically saying like, here's who my kids really married. Here's, um, you know, like the truth about my sister, here's the truth about Dan. And then at the end, she's she's just like, everyone's out of the house and I'm all alone. And, and that was it and i was like oh i don't know that that ending kind of always struck me as like you know like how does one how how does someone grieve like a a, the loss of a loved one Mm -hmm. and i thought that was really good of how she was like i just started making stories in my head Mm -hmm. to cope and i thought that was really cool i thought well that was a kid so i was like oh okay yeah so that was the first thing that popped in my head in terms of endings was like the first Roseanne finale. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fucking dark. I know that show got that dark. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think one ending that really comes to my mind is like one that uh, it's from a movie that was like I saw when I was in high school and it really fucking stuck with me so much so that I, I just became a fan of like really fucking down endings. Like as a kid, I saw Empire. This is not the movie. Empire strikes back, and I was like, "Oh, fucking bad guys win." I love that idea. But when this, when I saw this ending, I was just like, "Oh shit!" I like endings that are fucking fucked up, you know. Uh, and it's for uh, Kevin Smith movie Chasing Amy, where oh. a lot of shit happened in that movie. But I like the ending where they re- they just see each other at the end, and it's not even about like getting back together. It's just about this moment of like sharing, like we had this thing. And it's over, and I'm grateful it happened, and now we can like move on, you know, mm-hmm. at the comic convention. So I was just like, that's fucking nice. You fucked up, and now you have to live with the fact that you did fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's over, you know. So I I really like that fucking ending for that movie, nice. and it had Batman in the comic book convention. <laughs> uh, so yeah, cat, you got one. Yeah, uh, I was um, telling Edu. Not to take mine because he was the one who showed me this movie. But (laughs) 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 it was uh, Casablanca. Oh, Oh, so yeah, like the um, the police guy and um, you know the the main guy. I forget their names. God, I'm so terrible with names. And they they're just like walking out, and they're like, 
start of a beautiful friendship, you know, kind of iconic, but mm. um, like also really great that, you know, he didn't get to be with the girl and, you know, he was kind of able to like save her while mm-hmm. like, you know, not necessarily like sacrificing himself, but um, yeah, like it was, yeah, like heroic in a way, you know, mm. not like choosing not to end up with her but mm-hmm. in order to save her kind of thing yeah i thought it was good that's a good ending um the, I, I really like the ending to the high fidelity movie i'm not just saying that just because this is the high fidelity season i was about to ask but i genuinely like, yeah <laughs> is that is that one of them because i feel like it's you know we're already talking about it yeah i really do love that ending because like it's rob like real like it's at that moment at the end where he's realizing like he's kind of a fuck boy. He's learning from his mistakes slowly. And instead of making a mixtape for that girl, that, uh, that girl he just met, he's uh, making a mixtape for Laura and mm-hmm. just the way the fucking that scene plays out where he's just telling you like the fucking, the, the rhythm to a, a mixtape and how you do, how he does it, you know, just working with someone else's words, someone else's poetry and stuff. And you just fucking expressing yourself through that. And then right when the fucking song hits, where it's like, I believe when I fall in love with you, it's like, it's going to last forever or whatever. I feel mm-hmm. fucking bad with titles. But when that fucking song picks up, I'm just like, ooh. It always gets me pumped. I'm like, I fucking love this movie. And I, like Every time I fucking see this movie, I get very excited for that, the Jack Black scene, and of course, any other point in the movie when Jack, uh, John Cusack is yelling. <laughs> but this fucking, mo- this fucking ending for this movie is just it's really fucking good for me. It always just brings back uh, this nice sense of closure to this movie, this particular story. So when this season, this the show for season one, it ends with the same fucking song, yeah. but with a very different fucking note of just like, yo, things aren't okay with you and Clyde. Fucking things aren't okay with you and Matt. Sharice has a new guitar, but everything else is bad. You know, it's very different from just like that journey was clearly over. This Rob's journey is very much not over. So when that song plays, it evokes such a strong reaction for me. I was just like, what the fuck? why <laughs> you know but um yeah and th- that's the thing with this show is just like a lot of the lines are the same like right off the bat from like rob breaking uh robin uh, mac at the beginning robin laura at the beginning they're all saying a lot of the same thing sharice is saying a lot of the same things jack black is so it all feels the same but being very different you know so that ending was very strange for me well even like the last conversation that she has with with Clyde, right? She's mm-hmm. when that that's in the movie too. That conversation, yeah, isn't it the nine percent? Like, there's a nine yeah. percent chance. And with Laura, like, he was having it with Laura though. Yeah, and so. then it's like, oh, so it's so you're saying there's a there's a chance, mm-hmm. and so I yeah, so I was like, hey, this this it's the same thing, but it hits it hits different when she's, mm-hmm. you know, talking to to Clyde at the very end and yeah. like. You just kind of see everything play out that the way it is. And I feel like it's a very New York ending, mm-hmm. like the way that they did it. Cause it just, it's like, Oh, it's, that's just like the thing of New York of like the possibilities yeah, and the optimism of New York. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, just to, um, because you mentioned like, uh, identity is like, you know, part of the top five endings. Are we sure we don't want to put, identity instead no <laughs> identity too <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm... No. I just want to uh, no. no. grow oranges in the <laughs> fucking Florida. Yep. <laughs> or oh, the fuck that line goes. <laughs> I'm turning 20, ter- 32. I'm turning 30. Yeah. I just want to plant 30. oranges in Florida. 30. Yeah. Turning 30. Same as Rob. Yeah. 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 Rob was 30 here. All right, guys. I think this is the perfect time, Grace, that we announce that season three of uh, Cusack to the Future is going to be the 20 tw- uh, the uh, identity season where we just talk about identity all season long. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. You can. No? No interest in that? Oh, no. You can. Totally do that by yourself and have nine other voices in your head. <laughs> it's like, just I me. Cruising in the cold. Oh my god, that would be like like crazy if John did the podcast by himself, but it's all like different. <laughs> different Johns. It's just different Johns. Um, but yeah, that let's talk about so uh, the the fucking the rest of the show, season episode six through ten. Um, so season episode five ended with that fucking the 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 Clyde adventure where they go to get the records. Mm-hmm. And then much to my surprise, episode six opens with fucking Liam back in the picture for whatever fucking reason. I so, did not like that. I, I was not a fan. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit gross. It was fucking weird where I was just like, all right, Clyde, I support you, buddy. So here's there's this one white guy that we like, and then they keep trying to force this other white guy <laughs> who we don't guy. like. And I was just like, why? Why are these my options all of a sudden? I feel like with Liam... So the thing about Rob, and and I saw this more so with Liam, is that Rob is just kind of... Like, she had, she had so much potential in the first half of the season... Mm-hmm. And then in the second half, I was just like, "Man, why you gotta, why you gotta be like this?" Yeah, why why like, you gotta be Rob, Rob? Yeah, because she's like, "Oh, like seeing Liam all of a sudden." I was like, "Didn't you just yell out that she, he was a child and that this was like a weird thing for you to be dating a nineteen-year-old or fucking a nineteen-year-old?" And I'm like, "This is what you doing, sweetheart? What you doing?" Yeah, and at first I was just like, "Oh, she's not really into him. She just wants to go to that recording studio." And then when things progressed, I was like, oh, no, this is much different from what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I I did like that recording studio. Um, (laughs) It's like, oh, it's so cool. And and like, I was like, I would I would want to go to that recording studio. Um, Yeah, yeah, because it's a really popular recording studio. Like, it's actually like, like if you saw like Nick and Norris and play this. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, I I know this studio. Yeah. And then I like that there was like a random cameo from Jack Antonoff. Yeah. So he's he's like he's the producer. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like I was like he has weird lines, and I looked at him. I was like, oh, cool, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that that was a weird episode for episode six. Um, I really don't know what else happened this episode. It, it just was just very jarring. Just like fucking Liam is here. Why? And then they leave. Like they go to see Liam perform. She takes Sharice, and then you're just like. Oh, that dude's manager's being terrible to Sharice. They should leave, and then they eventually do, and it kind of wrap wraps up the, the Liam story. But what the fuck else happened this episode? What was the idea of like, oh, Rob is kind of being being swept off her feet, not necessarily by Liam, but by the music, by mm-hmm. like the the idea of like being with a musician, right? Because mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, you want to come to Mexico City, and it's like, who? The, why the fuck? Why? Yeah. And it's like, are you asking her to go on the entire tour or just to meet her in Mexico City or do these things? And it's just like, 
you know, he's being, he's, he's kind of showing his fuckboy things. And it's, I also think he get he kind of gets swept up in her. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes, oh, wait, <laughs> I'm a musician. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't know, I just... Yeah, I didn't really understand the whole, like, Glastonbury thing. Like, you know, like, oh, we're not going to Mexico City anymore. We're going to Glastonbury. And then they were like, oh, well, Glastonbury. You know, (laughs) I I didn't really understand. You know, like, I get the whole, like, oh, I guess, you know, you weren't really serious about the ask Mm -hmm. to go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like you're very busy and, you know, this is not really what you had in mind kind of thing. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know. I I feel like there's something else there about Glastonbury, which I don't really get. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like the thing in Glastonbury is like, oh, here's Europe. Here's kind of like where he's going back to like... Because I feel like Glastonbury is British, right? The fu- I gotta look this yeah. shit up. So, so I think... Because um, it's, it's w- like Beatles shit, right? Yes. No, when they make the reference <laughs> to Glastonbury, I think they're also referencing the festival because like there's a glastonbury music oh, festival that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's so right. i th- I think like that's like what he's referring to but yeah it's a I big also th- festival yeah but i also think that yeah to what cat was saying it was just more like oh it was a way for him to like kind of squirm out of it kind of thing oh mm-hmm. yeah you know? yeah because it's because it's such a weird thing of like at the very beginning you think like oh he's really trying to like have something with her mm-hmm. and then when you see him backstage you're like oh no he's just that guy yeah like he's just that guy and i don't know why she got caught up with it too well i you know like oh he's a musician like i can be in these spaces like i you know like it's some type of one-up for her but i'm just like e- four episodes ago you were like ew yeah <laughs> Like, I don't know, I, I just felt like this whole, I don't know, like this, this is a weird episode, like I could have done without it, and like the elements of this episode where he's just like, you want to go to this cool recording studio, you could have moved that like, what, two, three episodes ago, and then when she realized, oh, he's a child, and then that's that, and then, yeah. you know, like get everything that you need to say about like, oh, she's falling in love with music and a musician, she's always wanted to date a musician, so she he, they could put her in the liner notes, all that stuff. That could have been a few episodes ago, just so we didn't have this episode, because I didn't really want a whole episode of Liam now, <laughs> you know, after the last Clyde episode. I also feel like it's it's like we just don't need to see Rob in that state because she's like a grown ass woman who knows her stuff. Like, I don't I don't think I needed to see her kind of go gaga over like this young airhead musician of being like oh i could be like you know like that bitch at the end who's like i'm with the band you know like i didn't need to see that from her like i feel like you you guys mentioned the fact that she rob is kind of you know like like the episodes six through ten um kind of reveals this side of her right like that you start to understand that she is not like who you're supposed to be rooting for you know Mm -hmm. like um even though yeah she is like the protagonist of the movie um but yeah like i i was gonna reference to um and i wanted to talk about they do like a top five of um top five villains basically 
um, mm-hmm. on one of the episodes, and I think it might be the sixth one actually. But um, you know, like they talk about, they have this whole argument about how I think it's um, the Godfather, Michael Corleone as um, mm-hmm. one of the villains, and then Charisse goes like, no, like he doesn't count because he's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, he's a bad guy, you're rooting for him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, juxtapose that to, like, Rob's, you know, technically being the bad guy and yeah. also being the protagonist. Right. Yeah, um, Yeah. which I thought, yeah, like, it, there is a point to the Liam thing. You know, like, the fact that she is, like, at her lowest and she, you know, is basically competing against, like, other 19 year old girls like (laughs) yeah Yeah, like yeah when she sees that 19 year old girl in the front of the you know the concert like Mm -hmm. basically just like swooning over liam or whatever and she's just like let's get out of here (laughs) yeah i gotta get out of here because uh i am not i don't want to be competing with that girl (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's a good like low for her Mm-hmm. to to kind of understand where she's at yeah and just and that's when i was just like is at this point i was just like oh right because like we said episode one through five you're just like oh you're, you're rooting for rob to get over uh mac and but this episode and then the next one was when i was just like oh this is very much still rob from high fidelity is just mm-hmm. an updated rob where you still make pretty bad choices you know so at first, I was like, "Cool, this is the the, the weirdest thing." Rob is like, "This is gonna be the worst situation Rob is gonna be in, at least for a while." And then episode seven happens, and that is when uh, Robin Mac or uh, Robin Cam, right? Her brother Cam, yeah. What the fuck? I just realized Mac and Cam are best friends, and they are just fucking backwards of each other. Um, <laughs> but uh, fucking Mind Robin you. Cam, yeah, Robin Cam are hanging out at uh championship and then they meet an old friend and then fucking cam decides to have one last hurrah invites all his friends gets very drunk does some coke uh and mac shows up and awkwardness ensues because that's where she meets lily and rob decides to invite clyde and he gets really weird yeah that whole conversation in the booth with like you know Clyde going like yeah like I just came from a climbing gym you know like I, vol- I was volunteering and stuff like that and she's like no you're not you're just joking and then he's like yeah oh, no this is what I do <laughs> and I was like oh this is so hard to watch <laughs> yeah it's like moments like that where you're like oh this is the Rob like yeah. this is the Rob from the book this is the Rob from the movie this is the Rob that is like the world centers around me. How many times has she hung out with this guy and he, she doesn't know why he rock climbs or like is at this rock climbing gym until like late at night. Yeah. Or even if he's uh, told her before, she probably doesn't listen because like what she's been dealing with, they reveal with Sharice where she talks about this guitar all the time. It's all over her Instagram and she doesn't know what fucking guitar uh, Simon is talking about mm-hmm. you know so I like at that point I think that's when I was just like I've liked Clyde before but now I feel really bad for Clyde because here is this dude who's actually really trying he very much likes this girl and then he she, she she's just you could like she's just not there you know she's just not interested 
So I just wrote, I was like, oh, poor guy. I was like, you're in this really terrible situation all night. And now you just punched a guy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that was a really rough episode to watch. Um, yeah, like the part where, where like they were, um, was this, um, Rob and Mac were like, you know, like sharing stories. And it just, I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I hated gosh. It. What a, and then like there was this other guy, the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> like what a what a great what a great person. <laughs> no, every time you see Hammer you take a shot. Mm-hmm. It's it, he just feels like that one fucker from like college where you're like, "Oh. Okay. Yeah. I guess we're day drinking now. Like what is this?" Yeah. It's not like casual day drinking. It's like intense day drinking where yeah. you're just like, "Oh. We're going to die tonight." <laughs> you know, so that was, um, I don't know. This is when I think of uh, episodes like the last half of the season. This, this is one of the episodes that I think about a lot because I was just like, so much fucking happened aside from the finale. But I was just like, Jesus Christ, this episode was stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else happened? I Ooh. wish we got an episode where, in like, you know, like Charisse, because like, you know how like that that point where like. Um, Rob invites like Sharice and Rob, uh, Sharice and Simon to go to the party, and so yeah. like yeah, we see like Simon split off, and so like, we kind of see his offshoot. I was kind of interested like see if they were gonna do something similar like for, for Sharice. Yeah, for Sharice, because yeah. like she mentioned like she was gonna go see um, what was the name of the duo again in this one? I forget. Uh, oh but yeah, because like I was, because actually like listening to their stuff, like oh, that's that's actually pretty good, and so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kat says it's Peachy and Shane. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Peachy and Shane. Yeah. I did, I did, and this is a side note, but I, I did like that they had at least one Asian. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, I was like, oh, I wish there were more Asians. Mm-hmm. Just in all of New York. Yeah. <laughs> I was Somewhere. like, really? Really? Just one? Okay, yeah. cool. But um, I thought they were really interesting to have them be who they were um and to have Sharice kind of invest in this like oh you guys want to join a band with me okay yeah i really would have loved to see her hijinks with with them and and see how you know they would have meshed or created produced anything together because they looked they looked like a fun bunch yeah yeah i would just want to witness yeah witness <laughs> and i feel like that's one of the things to lament about like not having any more seasons is like that i feel like that like their little trio could have been like would have been super fleshed out in the second season mm-hmm. because that's the one thing i think about for season two where it was just like for like for where we are story-wise in the movie in the series relative to the movie you know not a lot of interesting things happen because this is we're kind of at that point where laura's dad dies and then they kind of get back together you know it's so it's kind of wrapping up and it's not particularly interesting mm-hmm. i'm at this point like for season two i was hoping it would be like that deleted scene from the first half of the season where i was like this is going to be a lot more original scenarios original content where we're just like we're gonna see dynamics like just the dynamic between different characters who didn't interact in the movie different storylines different different shit that we didn't get to see in the movie and just like 
expand various characters like for the fucking was episode eight it was the the simon episode which i was fucking so excited when he looked at the fucking camera he's just like this is my top five and i was like oh my god and i fucking lost my mind and then i realized that his top five is one fucking dude and i'm just like (laughs) oh shit (laughs) we were so we were like don't say his name don't say his name and then he says a different name and we're like yes and he goes no of course it's not it's to be trolled by a character that is breaking the fourth wall is the best i was just like this is a really smart episode Mm -hmm. and i was like thank you for having more queer content because i know that like rob was kind of so rob is like kind of marketed as queer but she didn't really have like a whole bunch of queer interactions except for like one white girl Mm -hmm. and so i was like thank you for having like this guy be it and for this guy to have a really interesting and good story behind his like like his queerness and his Mm -hmm. queer dating scene i thought that was really cool yeah and the fucking ending to this episode was really fuck like this whole episode as like a solo thing was very well built you know where you like we're going through his top five like the one fucking heartbreak with this one dude five different times and then you realize that like they plug it in from that uh, previous episode where they're like this is what happened this is why he was so sad that episode or he was very stressed out and then it's building up to your, like he's looking for this one shirt that that dude got him several years ago and then you're just like oh no he's gonna try again with that dude and then you you realize that he's uh finally going to see that fucking barista that he he has a crush on you're like oh my god you're like it's such a that was a fulfilling episode that's our number fucking five <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good fulfilling ending yeah yeah and then like i like and then you get to see like his like oh like he act like like he has roommates and it's like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. I fucking, I loved his roommates. I was like, he's in this gay ass fucking house. I love it. And these roommates are just draped over each other going, honey, not in that shirt. And I was yeah. like, yes, yes, please take this shirt off my back. I'd rather you have this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because he walked out with the shirt. And I mean, so yeah. what the fuck is that? For some reason, like I thought like his roommates would be would it, he would be roommates with Cherise for some reason? I I guess, but then like yeah. he's, he's like, oh no, like he he has totally different roommates. Yeah, I just, I just love that. I love it and how they all just kind of roast each other. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're so cute I love- <laughs> and so different. I love the juxtaposition between him, you know, like his level of queerness, I guess, like and mm-hmm. and these guys, like. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's very like introverted and like you know not at all like these guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were just fucking queens. I was just like, you guys are so mean, but lovingly yeah. mean. Holy crap! Yeah, so, yeah. it was very cute. Where he's like, you'll understand why I chose these roommates versus my last roommate. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I kind of like that like, the ending of this episode um, is similar to like how they chose to end the whole season or the whole mm-hmm. series, I guess, because um, I don't think there's going to be a season two. But um, yeah, I don't know. I know. Like I was believe, just reading this. Believe. <laughs> I was just reading this. Article. Hashtag high fidelity season two. High fidelity two. That yeah, it said like they might not be renewed, but okay. Well, I hopefully they do get renewed. Um, it's but 
yeah, yeah. it's canceled. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I also was like, yeah, I don't think there's gonna be a season two. Uh, but yeah, it's it's similar, right? Like the ending for Simon is, you know, he moves on, he finds somebody else, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, like hopefully that is. I mean, that is like how they chose to end the season. Also, you know, like Rob basically picking Clyde over Mac and um yeah mm-hmm. like that's at least like you know maybe he, she doesn't get with Clyde but at least she's moving on out of like that toxic relationship pattern that she's been mm-hmm. having same with Simon and Benjamin Young <sighs> I know I, I t- uh, forgot hate- that name <laughs> Yeah, we were like, oh, fuck Mac. We are like, no, I really fuck yeah, Benjamin Young. You. Yeah, fuck yep. you, Benjamin Young. Definitely. <laughs> like, top three, Tim Marshall. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that made me so mad. <laughs> like, fuck. Are we out of tacos? I want another taco now. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good rickroll, too. I was just like, oh, my God, this is such clever writing. I love it. Yeah. But like just that episode too, because it like that's the whole like the the whole theme I feel like of the series is just like people and relationships are messy, you know. So mm-hmm. it's that thing with like fucking Simon trying several times with this dude, and then t- the last time where fucking Benjamin fucking Young gets that promotion. And then he's just like, he, he fucking Benjamin's just like, oh, yeah, we'll get you classes. You don't have to work anymore. You know, and then he's just, Oof. and it becomes that thing where he sees that text message from the coworker. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, man. And then I think even Simon admits he's just like about uh, his insecurities and stuff yeah. that that comes yeah. up. You know, and I was just yeah. like, oh, fucking show. No, I love, I love that the reason why they broke up is because Simon, um, you know, it, it is like actually Simon's fault. You know, it's it wasn't even mm-hmm. Benjamin Young's fault, you know, like uh you know he made a mistake read read a text message that said hot stuff a little bit like mm-hmm. you know went a little wrong there um but i mean like it was actually good that they broke up you know like <laughs> like sometimes yeah, yeah like it, it sometimes yeah like it could be this could be a reason why you know like the, why you broke up in the first place but you realize overall that it was actually like for the best you get what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, the the main reason itself is not is not is inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I think also like that scene where like Benjamin's like, here's a new shirt, make yourself look this way. Um, you don't need to work at that place anymore. I can support both of us. Like you can move in here, blah blah blah. Like it really reminded me of the scene in like Pretty Woman where like Richard Gere's like, I bought you a place uh, oh, so you no. don't have to pour around anymore. You do all these things and like and and like her response is like this is the first time you've ever made me feel like a whore and i I, like that's all i kept thinking was like this guy is so like i hate this i hate this so much because he's just completely like sugar daddy to him in Mm. the in the worst way and i'm like okay when when how do you break up when do we break up when do we never see him again and he kept coming back yeah i was just like please don't please don't look for him please don't like we were so stressed out (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna throw this show away if he goes back to Benjamin, and then he didn't. He sees our little barista, and we were very happy. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then they look so cute. fucking happy, even when they're like yeah. hanging out with like uh, Rob and Sharice. They're just like, I was like, look at them. 
They're fucking. They're nicer to f- fucking that guy than to Simon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. They're so cute. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I like that the, the mix, like the uh, in like a previous episode, like uh, Simon made a mixtape for Blake, and it was, um, oh, yeah. what's the name? Uh, weird slash warm slash weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I like that was a cute name for a mixtape. Yeah. This is this we, is uh one of the happier episodes. I want to see him give Blake the mixtape. <laughs> I wish that's that was what I was expecting. Yeah, that's I was what like, I was no, expecting. So and I was like, you didn't give him the mixtape. Yeah, like, I mean, something. I hope it in my head, you know, like he head did cannon. eventually. Oh yeah, but, no, he totally gave it to him. But yeah, like I, I wish we could have seen that. That would have been so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like. Even just like how um fucking what's his name Blakey, Blakey the yeah. barista, just Blake, Blake, <laughs> Blake. oh Blake, oh, sorry, Blake the barista. Yeah. Uh, even like just comparing how he meets Rob, we're just like, oh, I've heard so much about you. Happy birthday. Do you want a birthday drink? You know. Yeah. Compared to how fucking sweet. Benjamin fucking Young is that the fucking asshole's name? Fucking that guy. He's just like, oh, what a terrible DJ. Do you want to get out of here? And immediately, like, oh, yeah. fuck you, man. Oh, that's true. So, um, but little true. stuff like that. I was just like, this is a good fuck. Like, I think this is the part where I was like, I'm enjoying this show. Then I saw this episode. I was like, I fucking love this show. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is completely brand. And that's the thing that I love about this series is like all the new fucking shit that we're getting outside of the movie because I love those moments where you're like, oh, this feels like the movie. But the fucking new shit, they, they fucking they killed it. And I was yeah, really into it. Definitely I appreciate that. Um, let's see. Do you want to talk, talk about, about Rob's yeah, birthday? The birthday scene. Yeah, that's uh, so hard to watch. <laughs> I don't know why this bitch was like, nah, we don't have to do anything for my birthday, blah, 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 blah. It's and her it's 30th. Like, I know. <laughs> how could she not? And like, also, how could Simon not? No, I mean, Simon knew that it's her 30th, and yet, like, he went on a date? No, the well, that was the I thing. Didn't... No, 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 because he figured it out. He brought them, and then was like, you know, we can cancel, we can do these things. Like, Sharice, too, was just like, hey, just, and she was like, no, 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 go do your own thing. I, mm-hmm. I just want to spend my 30th alone, mm-hmm. you know? And then, you know, this could have been, like, a really empowering, like, I'm going to do 30 by myself, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ask your friends to be with you. Yeah. It's like it celebrating you know, with those two randos. You knew what you wanted and you just didn't want to say it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and like you knew who you wanted to hang out with and you and you didn't make it happen. You just mm-hmm. fucking are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I love those two yeah. randos though. Like it was just so fun to see like how, you know, like obviously in real life you have more than just your core group of friends. You sometimes have like, yeah. you know, outside friends who, you know, you hit up maybe every once in a while and kind of thing and like the interactions between them were just so funny. It's so fucking it was great. So hard. The I dynamic between her. them. She was just like, "Oh no, that guy. He I <laughs> I hooked up with him, and now he's he's completely obsessed with me. He's stalking me. And then a few minutes later, he's the like, dude's just like, oh, you. hey, nice to meet you. 
<laughs> you look very familiar. Yeah, he justifies it. I'm like, oh yeah, I know. I was completely like drugged out. I'd, yeah, I made bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to her face, and she's just like, oh. I love that he's like, you know, oh yeah, like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm three years sober, like I'm trying to um, not drink right now and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like he has his own backstory, right? And like the Tanya girl too, she had like her baby and stuff. So they each had their yeah. own like little like things about them that, yeah, mm-hmm. make them. People. I knew it. Yeah, like I knew immediately when she said, oh yeah, Tanya has a kid. And I was like, this bitch is going to talk about her child the entire night. Yeah. <laughs> like everything about that just felt gut wrenching (laughs) Mm -hmm. in terms of like oh it's her birthday she can't do these things here are these two people who like she doesn't keep up with like she didn't know anything about both of them but they both were like so whatever about their own world where they're like i need some type of human contact let me be with her it just it it felt hard like it was hard Yeah, as somebody who is uh, turning 30 this year and uh, just want to (laughs) go to Florida and grow oranges. (laughs) See, I thought that was going somewhere else. We've established that joke already. But then I was like, oh, she's going to say, like, Universal Studios or something. And then I hear girl oranges like, God damn it, I fell for it. That is such a good callback. Go ahead, you. You win your 30s right there. Yeah, and I, like... You know, it's just, it made me so sad to see this person's, I mean, like, I know it's a fictional character, but this person's 30th birthday be this sad, and I was like, oh, no, like, I mean, like, I get, like, I don't actually know, you know, like, how are y'all's 30th birthdays, because I feel like they put a lot of expectations on it, you know, like, um, yeah. I I guess I, like, some, sometimes I'm kind of similar to Rob, where I'm like, oh, you know, like, yeah, it's my birthday, but I don't, I don't know if I really want to do anything other years right mm-hmm. but for my 30th I'm, I'm gonna be like okay i'm gonna do something because it's my 30th and i don't want to yeah. sit at home and like you know cry like this girl did <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what was she eating that got like launched into the into Indian Indian food. Food. i was like oh. <laughs> and then she yeah she faced accidentally facetime her mom dropped her fucking food in the, the bathtub her creepy uncle's like why can't i see you i'm like you <laughs> fucking creep <laughs> It's but, just, oh there was just so many things where I was like, you are capable of doing so many things, but this is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it, it was an interesting thing for like people to come out of the woodworks for her. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Mac came out of the woodworks and I was like, no, hell no. Nope. <sighs> Immediately. No, Down. no. Look. <laughs> I yeah, forgot when, that was this episode. When she was like, oh, is Lily out of, tha- out of town or something? <sighs> and he's like, And then he was yeah. like, yes, actually. And, and I was, I was like, like, no, no, don't do this. Show. Don't do this. <laughs> I was like, don't do this show. I just said I love you one episode ago. <laughs> <laughs> don't break my heart so soon. <laughs> Why have we just got here? I was so fucking mad. And then meanwhile... Clyde was just like, oh, hey, I'm at the climbing gym. Do you want to meet up after? And he's just like, okay. Never got back to him. She's like, instead, hitting up Mac. And I was just like, ah, damn it, show. Why is this? So she meets up with Mac and they go up to his rooftop to have fucking pizza, talking about it. And then 
that's when they kind of hit us with the big reveal where how did they get onto the conversation of why they broke up like why is that a thing you want to hash out on the i don't know how they got there like I, i watched a bunch of these episodes before we started recording after like since last week this is not one of the episodes I wanted to repeat because I was like, I don't need to see this shit again. I was hoping someone else could tell me because I didn't want to watch it again. Why? How did they get there? Like, why did Rob think uh, she's like, this is the time? I don't know. I think <laughs> I think it's here's the thing right now. All I can think of is that fucking pizza because I want that pizza. <laughs> I know. I've, dude, I've been thinking about pizza since I saw that episode. It's like, like when I when he showed up with like six cans of beer and pizza, I was like, "Fuck, yeah, I, was like, yeah. I want pizza." <laughs> that was like all my, the thought that came to my head. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah but yeah, to your uh, to your question, though, like I'm not entirely sure how that came about. Oh, I mm-hmm. think it was because like uh, Mac was you know like starting to like it seemed like. Because they were talking about like him having cold feet about the wedding and stuff oh, like that. right. And so like, um, I guess like he he was starting to kind of like hint that oh like he's not sure if you know like um, if Lily is the one kind of thing because mm-hmm. yeah he's kind of hinting that you know I might have something for you still mm-hmm. have some some feelings for you and right and he's just like I've never I, I didn't feel cold feet with you. Yeah. And then it became that thing of uh, fucking. But you left. <laughs> how, yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How... And then, yeah. That she oh, had man. cold feet with him. Like, <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was. I think that was the transition for her, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. That was quite the fucking reveal. Like, I knew we were going to get the fucking moment why Rob or Rob, that relationship ended, ended with Mac. Mm hmm. And, like, they kind of gave hints at the beginning of the season, but then when they fucking revealed that the night that they got engaged, Rob yeah. fucking cheated on him. Yeah. I was just and, like, oh, shit. Yeah, because we already knew that it was going to be a cheated moment because of the movie, right? We're like, okay, that's the only way that I feel like Mac would really push this away and be that angry is if, he, if she cheated on him. But mm. the fact that he didn't know... Yeah, and it was on their engagement night. Yeah. That was fucking rough. I felt like so he, bad for like, Mac. Like, he only broke up with her because he felt her being push, pushing him away. Mm-hmm. And he was angry about it. And to be told, like, a year later, the reason I was pushing you away was because I cheated on you the night we got engaged. I was like, oh, fucking Rob. Yeah. There we like, go. That's so I was like, this up. fucking hurts. I was like, get out of there. When he was fucking storming out, I was I, like, I like I've already established. I was like, fuck you, Mac. At this moment, I was like, oh, fucking poor Mac. Get out of there. I was like, she fucking pushed you away. Made like he even said, he's like, you made me feel fucking crazy towards yeah. the end of our relationship. You cheated on me on our engagement night. night. And he's like, how selfish are you, Rob? And then he fucking stormed off. I was so fucking mad. I was like, there's more. Grab the fucking pizza and leave, man. You deserve better than this shit. I was so fucking mad. There was just, I was like, okay. Okay, yes. Because, like, even in the movie, it was like, he had to do five things to push for Laura to finally be like, all right, let me step away from this for a second. Mm -hmm. You know? And it was like all these things that, you know, the five things that led her. But here's this one thing just that completely fucking devastates this relationship. And I was like, 
this is the only way that it would be able to work mm-hmm. for for this relationship to not be as strong as it was you know so many like a you know year and a half ago mm-hmm. of like oh she would have to do the worst thing and she did and i was like oh i don't like rob anymore yeah <laughs> you know it was, it was so i was like oh this is it this is where we see this bullshit yeah. okay you knew it was gonna happen too and yet like yeah it doesn't but, hurt any less seeing what how yeah. she tells him you know like when she tells him and she says it she says it in such this like why why at that yeah. point mm-hmm. like he's already angry and on his way out and then she screams it at him and i'm like bitch <laughs> you didn't have to say anything you don't i was like you don't have to say anything yeah I and i feel like feel like she shouldn't have said it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. at that point it's like she didn't it's a have point. to yeah and 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 like for him to like when he said how fucking selfish are you i'm like extremely because she said that when she didn't have to mm-hmm. right yeah it's like the whole thing of like the list you know you're like she feels better but everyone around her doesn't this yeah. is the finality of that it's like this is her biggest heartbreak her biggest fuck up in a relationship and she mm-hmm. just wanted to feel better about it so she did and it mm-hmm. destroyed mac Poor fucking yeah. Mac. I apologize for all the things I said at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> he, I, I, I just keep flip-flopping. Like, I know. No, I'm still like anti-Mac, but in that moment, I was just like, everyone's stupid in this moment. Everyone's yeah. stupid in this staircase right now. Yeah. Like, you are dumb for calling her up and trying to entice her oh, and yeah, tell her all that bad. shit. You are, and I'm like, you're dumb for bringing stuff up that, like, clearly you're not over with that you didn't have to bring up on her fucking birthday there's like just all these things where i was like this the amount of stupidity in these three stairs right now yeah i was just that that episode definitely was like soul crushing Mm -hmm. because i was like oh this is just this is just hurtful and it was a weird thing too because this happened episode nine we had a whole episode and it, it, it's a weird thing because for the whole majority of episode 10 I was just sitting there I was just like kind of mad at you Rob <laughs> you know so you just had to sit there with the protagonist of the story and just like ooh kind of don't like you right now dude you know so it's man knowing this and, like you know that she cheated on uh, on Mac and for her to like have done the things that she did in the first few episodes, you know, like to be like, oh, like I'm not over it, la la la. Like, you know, she she basically took a whole year to like, you know, not and she wasn't dating that whole year because she's like, oh, like I can't believe Mac left me. And like for her to have gone to his house, you know, like after she learned yes. that he moved back yeah. and um for her to like ask him you know like oh are you engaged mm-hmm. with this lily girl like the nerve yeah <laughs> like well, you don't oh know God. that you know like but but like afterwards you're you're watching like as i i had i watched it a second time right and like it's kind of it's a little mm-hmm. bit that i'm like why is she doing all this stuff like what yeah. how is she not what? Like, how is she the one? I forgot about that shit. By this, it's also. I think that's also like 
part of her penance, right? That's part of her self-punishing of just like, oh, I'm not going to try and do this for a year because of what I've done. You know, I'm going to go and like, I, I like, I knew the reveal of what was going to happen. I was just like, I looked back and I was like, this is her hurting herself and saying that she's not capable or deservable or whatever, whatever. Does it justify it? No, but it's also like, you know, like you're, you do feel you 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 feel sympathetic for both of them. Like this is a fucked up situation, and it was a fucked up relationship towards the end. Of like, they're gonna do everything they can to hurt each other, and then eventually they're gonna hurt themselves. Yeah. And and Ugh. you know we all we all want to root for her because number one, like she's the one that didn't move on. She's the one that was just like so stuck on her own bullshit, and we're like, okay it's okay move on <laughs> and then you find out you, you come to find out like she's a cheater and it's like well how does it change our attitudes towards cheaters like does she deserve what happens to her because of what she's done you know the funny thing is in the movie like mm-hmm. it's the same exact situation right but it's phrased differently mm-hmm. like why was it more okay when rob john cusack did it because for me, Laura forgave him already. Yeah. And for me, the 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 fucking the heavy part of that hit came when uh Mac uh, when it was revealed to Mac that she cheated on their engagement. On the night. engagement. I think that's okay, the part yeah, that really that's... sticks up to me yeah. where I'm just like, yeah. that's fucking rough. Right. Yeah, because it's like, oh, did I sleep with someone? Yes. Did I crawl into bed after sleeping with someone? Yes. And I was like I was like, Ugh. dude. There is no. that that right there shows no remorse. Yeah. There's no, like, she has no, no, like, oh, like, it's it's insane how easy it was for her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what unnerves us about it. Because when we, when it's revealed in the movie, and in the movie, he does many things, right? Like, he, like, Cusack's Rob has an affair that leads to Laura having an abortion. Cusack. It takes money from her. You know, there's like five things. And it's just like, oh, okay. But Laura stayed with him the entire time. And it's like, she's, you know, learned to forgive him. She's also done some fucked up shit. She's also a cheater. Like, it's all of these other things. But then it's like, here's this one thing that is just, it, it's just how easy she did it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not even like, oh, it was a methodical thinking of cheating. It was like, oh, I met some guy in a bar and fucked him in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then I crawled into bed with my fiance. Yeah. And it was just like, and it's like, it was like, because like, yeah, it's not so much the cheat. Yeah, it's not so much the cheating, but it's right. Yeah. Like she said yes to the engagement because not because like it wasn't because as an act of love for Mm -hmm. him. But rather as a way for her to feel better, I guess, like to kind of, um, yeah, Rectify just like, it. yeah, yeah, like oh, like I did something bad, so this, you know, it's kind of like bribing someone with stuff, but instead yeah. of like oh, you bribe someone with saying yes to yeah. uh, the engagement, but then yeah, and that's and that's what makes it fucked up. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. and it's also like that act of sabotage of how he said like you loved me so much, you did this to to make sure it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then he's he's still like willing to go up to her apartment and i'm yeah. like what is the dumbassery of this night 
Would y'all have like if you were Mac and she's just like, I got locked out of my house. Can you come through? Yeah. That you would have? No, With that fucking no. sense of closure that Max is like, goodbye, here's a kiss. I w- that's why I would have just like... fucking drove by and yeeted that fucking set of keys at her. I was like, here's your keys. <laughs> Bye. No, that's what I would have done. I'd be like, oh, I still got your key? Sure. <laughs> On In the Uber as it passes by, just yeet that shit out the window. Yeah. Yeah, same. Or yeah, basically, like, I was, I was like, like, Gave it back to her and just given her like a piece of my mind here. I don't want to fucking see you ever again. Yeah. yeah. You know? And you Venmo me $27 for that fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like I don't understand why Mac would, you know, like go to like, they kind of explain it, whatever. He's like, oh, like the way that he explains it though, like I I think for me, it's still kind of like, oh, why the hell would you help her out mm-hmm. after, you know, like the, the breaking, her breaking that news to you, you know? I, I think if, if he hadn't gone up the stairs and, and they kissed, I would have been, I, I would have thought it's like, oh, while this, you know, Here's this piece of information that is a year old that has nothing to do with my new relationship that hasn't, you know, and I'd be like, all right, here's my final act of, you know, closure for this. Yeah. Have your key back. Do you think Matt got closure in that moment, though? Because like, yeah, so it it was a weird fucking thing. Like initially you feel like, all right, this is Matt closing this shit up. He's like, here's your keys one last goodbye whatever the fuck that was it was like a weird kiss hug thing yes and then they fucking they fucking bombs off and then you see fucking mac and lily at the end and then they pass the rock and then there's just so much uncertainty on mac's face you're like why this is a mess what was the point of any of this man so what do you guys think mac said to lily when she fucking went to to fucking rob and then fucking tried to and Charisse had to check her. But like, what do you think that conversation was? How honest do you think Mac was? He was like, I went, I, I celebrated birthday with Rob. We had delicious, delicious pizza. And we kissed, but it's over now. You know, like what uh, yeah. that conversation? I honest I honestly think he was like, I don't want any, you know, I, I want to be upfront. I did have a moment with 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 Rob. Rob, but it's done. We will never see her again. You know, like I feel like it's like if he's going to be an upstanding guy, like he's gonna tell his fiance that I had dinner with my ex, there was a thing, and also like to be like, I am uncertain about this relationship because of how I was done dirty before, mm-hmm. right? Like I yeah. feel like that's also I... like somewhere along the lines of that because she was so like stay away from my my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel, but or I think what Mac would have said to her was maybe that he's like I mean he was already having doubts about his um you know like them getting married, right? Like, and the fact that is still true, you know, like Mm. yes. And what Mac said to Rob when they were in the staircase about how like oh like, you know, the reason why we broke up in the first place I thought. You know, Mac thought that it was because she had fallen out of love with him. Mm-hmm. But really, the reason why is because she basically, like, 
couldn't handle how much she loved him. You know, like mm-hmm. that is what he says, at least. You know, like, and I get, I get, I why that was his thought process. I still think that that's wrong. It got really convoluted. Like, I'm like, either way, she cheated on you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, like, I think the what he might have told Lily was that, you know, like, he thinks, like, it's not over between him mm-hmm. and Rob. Like, because at that Ooh. point, I think... Um, at, at that point, you know, when they kissed and stuff, I mean, sure, like, nothing happened, but, like, after that, but, like, I think there is still, it is still open for him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the way that he mm-hmm. said that line, and the way that he mm-hmm. was, like, processing her having, had like, slept with some other guy because she didn't know if she was ready to marry him, but that she did actually love him, you know, like, and she just didn't know how to, like express that or like yeah process that or like you know how to deal with the fact that they might be getting married you know like and yeah so i think what he might have told lily was that their marriage like their engagement is off so what was the vibe you guys got when they were walking when they were walking at the end by the rock like, what was your See, vibe? I don't. I don't think necessarily he said that the the engagement was off because she was still wearing her ring and they were still like walking, walking hand in hand next to each other by the rock. But I think it's it's so it would have been something of along the lines of like here's what happened with with Rob, and here is my reservations about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like something like that. And like you know, none of that would have happened if he didn't call her up in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think like he he saw the dishonesty and, and the idea of like Rob kind of running out that one night. And I think he realized like, I don't want to be like her. I need to tell Lily up front what yeah. happened. You know, the, the one thing that I thought of in that moment, like I keep going back and forth if that's like the official headcanon that how I'm going to end this show in my brain. But it's when they were walking past that rock, it got him thinking about that situation with the rock where he's just mm-hmm. like at this moment that we're on this side, like if i am with rob i am on that side of Send the rock i am the fucked up part but yeah. with lily it's a much more normal relationship for right now you know mm-hmm. so it's just him deciding of just like walking and just trying to Which figure out what of side of the rock he, he wants to be, to be on yeah but fuck man that was whoa. yeah and and I, I have to say, like, this series, like, it was really good. It was, you know, it, it definitely, like, burst through my expectations of, like, what it would be. I, I really appreciated, like, the things that were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish it would have pushed a little bit more original content mm-hmm. um, yeah. from the get. Um, and I kind of wish that it, <laughs> it had more Asian representation or, you know, mm-hmm. just for me just nice. to be like, oh, it would have been nice, right? Because it's and not to say anything, but it's kind of an interesting thing when all the people of color had white presenting partners. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Every yeah. single one of them had a white partner, and I'm like, Oof. okay. Terrible. So like, because <laughs> I was I was thinking I was like, oh, well, how how fun would it have been if like. I forgot the Charlie's name in this one, Sam. 
if she was Asian mm-hmm. and she's that crazy rich Asian influencer. Yeah, that would have been fucking fun. <laughs> or like the other guy, if 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 like the guy who is a comedian was like the Asian guy, you know, yeah. like just one like one Asian in there. But it is, was yeah, I was like, was Benjamin what? Young not Asian? The I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, Fucking really? Simon's uh, yeah, top Simon's five. Boy? I thought he was no. Asian. I'm sorry. So. I, he I th- oh, no, I thought he was when I heard the name. Yeah. When you hear the name, yeah. But like, yeah. Simon Young. I was like, that's yeah. the most. And then you're like, and he's a fancy lawyer. I was like, it sounds Asian to me. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And then it was that guy. But I mean, like how I said, like, even if he is, you know, Asian, like he's white presenting. Mm-hmm. And so I was just sure. like, oh, I'm kind of sad about that. <laughs> yeah. Because like even Cam's wife, I was like, Okay. Is she not? No, is she. she... I don't think she's white. Nikki. Yeah, but still, again, like the idea of like white presenting. I thought she was supposed to be like some flavor of Latino Mm -hmm. or something, but I don't. They didn't really talk about that. Yeah, they don't really. I kind of wish. I, I kind of you know I kind of wish they really talked about like Cam, and and her and had her come in a little bit more of like. You know, who is the better, who is the better sibling, right? Is it, is it Cam who is like with this, you know, a stable partner and a baby on the way, but he's still fucked up in his own ways. Is it her? Like who wants to have what life? Yeah. It's like that episode at the bar. I was like, man, both these siblings are a fucking mess right now. Right. Yeah. So I kind of wish that there was a little bit more about like the family dynamics, but Mm -hmm. Headcanons from now on. Yeah, headcanons. <laughs> we get to write our own version of the show until this show gets Snyder cutted back into existence. We'll find ways. Uh, any final thoughts on the show? Any everyone? Um, I do like the the um, music choices for <sighs> for this show was were like really good. It's like it wasn't like hipstery enough that oh like I don't know who the, who this fucking punk band is. Is you know it's like a lot of like very it's like really good music but it's also like accessible music mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's like oh it's like like yeah you're, you're familiar with prince you're familiar with um what is this sinead o'connor and yeah. and i like and yeah and and then like when you see the credits like you understand why like those were the choice because like um what do you call this like quest love was actually the right like the, the music, executive like, music producer. Curator, yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, also if you're interested in the soundtrack, Edu, there is a record LP of it um, out there. So, yeah, I think John and I are already getting it. So if you yeah. want to jump on that bandwagon, you can too. Uh, it is available on mondoshop.com. Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. But it's a really good soundtrack. And again, yeah. like if listeners, if you haven't watched the show, um, I I would kind of recommend it before the movie actually to see what that to see what that would be like because i kind of like that idea of like oh seeing this first and then seeing the movie and just like what would that um what would that whiplash be like Mm -hmm. yeah and then and then and then you see um (laughs) lisa bonet and you're just like oh it's like it's like you're like kind of like you're like kind of like flipping out and stuff because uh-huh. <laughs> yeah in what oh, way in what way i do no because like yeah when um when cat saw the um <laughs> saw the movie she was like 
oh, like she looks like uh, the girl from the TV show. And it's like, oh, and uh, earlier in our conversation, prior to prior to recording, like I mentioned, John Bonet, not Lisa Bonet. John Bonet was <laughs> the little girl <laughs> who had That's met. Mm, yeah, yeah, hey. an, yeah, but um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's Lisa. It was Lisa Bonet, and it's like, oh, when you find out, like, oh, actually, Lisa Bonet is Zoe Kravitz's mom. It's like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. It's a family yeah. business up here. Yeah. 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 Um, Kat, final thoughts? Uh, well, okay. In in regards to the whole Lisa Bonet slash Zoe Kravitz thing, um, <laughs> I did not Let me defend that. myself right quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I literally was like, wait, what does this woman look like? Anyway, that was true. But um, I think the reason why they did do the series is because of, yeah, because of that relationship, right? Like, I think Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. is one of the executive producers of the series yeah and mm-hmm. so so she, she yeah yeah she, yeah they had gotten together and, and, and decided was like oh how do we change it because like high fidelity is like this anthem for fuck boys right and how they can you know like if you're a fuck yes. boy, you're gonna relate to this thing yeah. and then you know, like oh if you wise up you're gonna find that one girl right what? but it's also for like <laughs> John. I, I just heard John. I was like, is she fucking saying John? She was like, she <laughs> this, like, this is like an anthem for fuck boys. Well, it's also Grace's. I don't know why you singled me out. Cues, dude. What the hell? <laughs> How did it <laughs> At first, I was like, she's talking about Cusack. And I was like, she's going to say John Cusack. And she's like, John. And I was like, I, why, do, why do I feel her looking at me? <laughs> what the ass? I mean, yeah, the fact that, you know, it is kind of, I feel like it is like a lot of people's, like, I, I agree with Grace, you know, the fact that this yeah. is like. John. <laughs> yeah, John. I just talked about how I didn't know what I'm doing in regards to dating, and then Kat just took that as "fuck boy." <laughs> what the hell? I mean, here's the thing, John. Tell the audience <laughs> what car do you drive? I drive a Ford. Ford what? Oh Mustang. my god. The douchiest douchebag car I have no. ever seen. Why is this? If y'all didn't know, John. I don't, like, I so when like... we went to see Tenet together, it, it, like, we all met up at the parking lot at the theater. And that was the beginning of, I was like, this is going to be a good day. I get to the parking lot. And it was just our group of friends. And I roll up in my car and I was like looking at him. He's like, the fuck is this asshole doing here? And I come out of the car and they're just even more confused and concerned. Like, that's fucking this asshole's car. That's John. Yeah. It's just the fucking Mustang convertible top is like a fucking place. I thought you were on my side. They didn't reveal that it was a convertible. (laughs) God damn it. The audience now, they know. Calling card of fuckboys that I didn't know, but then 
Okay, so I drive a I, I'm gonna I drive a questionable car, alright? You drive like the douchiest car. It was so funny because when when we first okay, so when we got to the parking lot for tenant, uh Edu and I parked next to this, you know, Ford Mustang convertible. And I was like, Oh man, this car is kinda uh like who I wonder who drives this. I mean like uh, Yeah, what kind of asshole drives what this car? What kind of asshole drives this car? And then, like, we get out of the movie theaters, you know, like, we get into our car, and then John gets into the car next to us. And I was like, this is your fucking car? Really? I remember that day very clearly because, well, the one thing I remember from that day, because I don't remember the movie, but I remember the end of it end of the day we're all saying our goodbyes we're like oh it's fucking good to see uh the top pile top half of everyone's faces again i've missed everyone you know and then we walk back to our car and then we were parked right next to each other and you're like that's your car and it's like yeah and i got in and then cat turned to me he's like nice car you were lying to me you lied to my face covered of like sarcasm john i i well, I, I haven't talked to anyone in like a year so i was just like oh she said nice car cool <laughs> friends are great and then now you took, now you took that and you're just like i can't wait to get on this fuck boys podcast to tell everyone about this car. <laughs> For the record, yes, this is one of my favorite movies. Not in my top five, but one of my favorites. Also, Grace's favorite, one of Grace's favorite movie. And we have owned from from the beginning that this is a fuckboy anthem. And yeah. we connect to everybody in this film. Especially me, since apparently I am John Cusack in this film. Yeah, she's John Cusack slash Dane Cook, as we revealed this season. So yeah. it's just, yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I thought we were like Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are your friends. I didn't say shit. Yeah, but you were like, yeah, convertible, convert. Like we were past that grace that you decided to throw that yeah, I one was last pointing out that I didn't know that that was the calling card kind of car for a fuckboy. I but didn't either. I know now. I didn't either, but thank you for revealing this brand new information to me, Cat. <laughs> I was ill prepared to see what happened next. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a day of reveal this was, friends. <laughs> um, so you were saying, Grace, fuckboy calling card uh, movie for, for fuckboys, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even remember the point. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's just something of like because that was like the ultimate. <laughs> it was like the ultimate movie for it, right? And I then guess. he gets the girl at the end, and it's like, oh, fuck boys can change. Yeah, but- like see, this is the fucked up part. People are gonna like hear my analysis of this whole fucking movie, this whole fucking show, and then like re listen, like hopefully re listen to this show, and they'll be like, that's why he was rooting for Rob. He identifies mm-hmm. because he's one of them. No. Yes! <laughs> 
I was hopeful for change. It wasn't just like, good, fuckboys deserve love. It's no, he didn't deserve love when he was a fuckboy, and then he changed. Okay, now it's just and me advocating that I'm a changed fuckboy. No, you know what? <laughs> 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 this is just a Kobayashi Maru. I don't like this. This is just, yeah. Um, God, I, so I don't have final thoughts anymore because uh, this season of High Fidelity and any further talk of this uh, movie and or series is no longer on this podcast. <laughs> so thanks, Kat. That's how you kill the High Fidelity season yeah. by making sure I have no fucking desire to ever talk about this story or this character or this banner fucking movie for fuckboys apparently it's so well fucking here. done you're welcome ruined one of my favorite movies and uh <laughs> thank you for that uh but ruining well, this movie for this me or not <laughs> yeah you came you heard and you fucking destroyed my heart <laughs> um, just yelling in the stairwell why don't you i know i was just like <laughs> I was fucking minding my own business, chowing down on some fruit fucking gushers while you guys were wrapping this goddamn ceiling up. And I just hear John. I was like, what the fuck is she yelling at me for? So, nonetheless, thank you guys for coming on to this podcast, I guess. You're welcome. Um, oh. So where can they find uh, you guys on your uh, your podcasts and stuff? Where can they find you further destroy oh, anything people yeah. love? So um, in our uh, podcast, Film the Film, uh, mm -hmm. we talk about Filipino movies that we, you know, like we want to watch or I subject cat to. And <laughs> and um, yeah, we can you can follow us. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter. We are at film na, fill na film pod. That's F I L N A F I L M pod. And uh, yeah, do uh, we are also on yeah. So like, do follow us on the subscribe to us rather to our podcast on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, we <laughs> promise we will not uh, call out John. <laughs> It's lies. <laughs> I don't just <laughs> on our podcast. I promise. We're not gonna say anything. I can't about promise Anna. the same. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I knew it. Cat, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say before we say goodbye forever? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Grace, Grace, Grace was the one who said this was. <laughs> No finger pointing now. Being like, <laughs> she said it's a fuckboy movie. No one forced you to say my name and then bring up my car in that order. I didn't bring up your car as you did, but it was a really good point. All right. Well done. Team effort. This was a team building exercise. To no. just close out the season. Close out High Fidelity and bully the fuck out of John. So thank you for that. Grace, thank anything you. you wanted to say to close out this season. Thank you for having us. Of course. Glad oh, to have you. Man. I do. 
what a wonderful way to end High Fidelity Season 2. Uh, but also, thanks for sticking with us throughout these 12 episodes of High Fidelity fuckery. And um, look out for Season 3. We don't know what the fuck's happening, but it may be fun. It may be more just John Cusack. That's how it may be go. traumatic for some. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. It's season three is gonna actually just be John doing his own <laughs> version of high fidelity <laughs> with his own um former former partners. Ooh, ooh, and then you, and then you invite them for each episode. Oh, damn. So with that Ooh. said, everyone, thank you for tuning in to High Fidelity Season 2. Uh, season 2 of uh, Cusack. Jesus Christ, I'm a mess now. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Cusack to the Future Season 2, the High Fidelity Season. Um, I have nothing to say about this movie now because I have no desire to ever speak about it again uh, through unrelated tasks or conversation that just occurred. Uh, but thank you for listening to us talk about this movie and this show for 12 fucking episodes. Uh, we really appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram uh, where you can see me Photoshop our faces on random fucking things. Um, but thank you guys. Thanks to our guest for coming up, coming on and being fucking awesome for an hour and 55 minutes. <laughs> um, but other than that, thanks guys for this season. We'll catch you next year. I don't know when the next season is, but we'll catch you for the next season. Remember, Life is messy, so is relationships, but especially this fucking podcast. <laughs> See you guys next season. Bye. Bye. Oh, and my name is fucking John. <laughs> and I'm great. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.